0: Let's get started.
1: Today we're going to talk about Independence Day, known as the 4th of July or July 4th. Of course, it's a federal holiday commemorating the Declaration of Independence of the United States on July 4th, 1776. The Continental Congress declared that the 13 American colonies were no longer subject and subordinate to the monarch of Britain, King George III, and were now united, free and independent states. Congress voted to declare independence two days earlier on July 2nd, but it was not declared until July 4th.
0: Hmm. Thank you for that history
1: lesson, Lou. <laughs> Don't give me that smirk.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's commonly associated with the fireworks, you know, parades, barbecues, carnivals, and all of the sort, right? But for us, for people like who look like us, you know, it was it was pretty much a um, just a celebration uh, for a time for family to get together and for us to break out the grills, right? Yeah. Because think about it, in 1776, you know, slavery was still intact. I mean, it was still there. It wasn't until about, what, 80 years later? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That that everybody was free because it was Juneteenth, right? When the last slaves found out that they were independent.
1: Right. Well, and and I certainly agree with you. It's just been a time for us to enjoy family and to um, have um, a cookout and get together. I tell you what, but now it's like, there's so much going on. We've swung the pendulum so far in the other direction. I went on Twitter this morning and the hashtags, you know, F the fourth and, you know, all of that. I'm like in F America. I'm thinking, oh no, it's too, that's too much. It's too oh. much. Can we just have engaged in a dialogue about this, but. It's, it, that just made me feel some kind of way to see that those kinds of expressions about this nation.
0: Yeah, I hadn't seen those, but yeah. it, right now it's
1: just, it, it, you know, it's just, I understand. It's a, I, but, it's a, but this Independent Day, with the spotlight glaring on racism here, you know, here at Earring's Off, we wanted to try to explain why this holiday, which celebrates freedom, feels particularly sad to us this year when we are faced with so many attacks against us, against African-Americans. So Lou and I
0: naively thought that this week we would share incidents of discrimination against blacks that we learned about through the news or social media and just in conversation just what happened in one week. We're going to just talk about yeah. incidents that happened against us just this week yeah. or that we heard about or came to learn about just right. this week. Right.
1: That, yeah, that we, we learned about this week. Yeah. And uh, that really, that seemed like something we could do, but believe, believe me, folks, our plan was naive because there were just too many. Think about that. Too many in one week, too many to track. And even if we could track them, there were just too many, honestly, to let seep into our spirits because that kind of stuff, it scars you. And you can only take so much. So for our own mental health and emotional well-being, we just selected a a few um, to highlight the facts that we already know that such hatred exists against us for no reason but the color of our skin.
0: Right. So we'll share a few of those incidents just to give listeners a glimpse of what African-Americans endure on a daily basis. Trust us. It ain't pretty, and we ain't free. Say that, sister.
1: So (laughs) really, we're going to start with the first one we learned about. A white couple, this blows my mind, a white couple was arrested after the woman pulled a handgun on a Black woman and her daughters during a videotape confrontation in a restaurant parking lot in Michigan. Right. I mean, she pulled the... When you see that video of her standing there with that gun pulled and her finger on the trigger. I I can't even imagine being that mom and her daughters. Things could have, I mean, things could have gone, she could have shot one of them. I mean, who does that? And, And you know what I was thinking? I said, you know what? It is, I'm so proud of our community in the face of these attacks, showing some restraint and thinking so that they're reacting in ways which doesn't end in our death or in our injury or in our arrest, because Teresa, you and I know we know what the term earrings off means this female pulls a, pulls a gun on her, this woman, and her daughter that could have gone badly, yeah, they're to be applauded and recognized for showing some restraint against this woman who did that I mean really well,
0: well I mean. They had no choice in this case, but I get what you're saying. Right, right. Had a gun pulled on a mother and her children who were defenseless against that, and her and the husband as well.
1: I just want to make sure we say the names of these folks because that's important. People need to know. Jillian Westenberg and Eric, her husband, Eric Westenberg. And they they were charged with um, felonious assault. By the Oakland County Prosecutor,
0: not at first, Lou. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. First,
0: this this happened a few, a couple of days ago, and the first thing that happened to them was that there was going to be no charge. Right, right They right. did nothing wrong. I'm glad that ultimately uh, somebody uh, right. that justice prevailed and that they were arrested. And I hope that this felony remains with them. Right. Okay. Yeah. One that I saw that was not really against us, but um, I'll just tell you, this white man came to the defense of a black woman who was being attacked by another white man, calling her the N-word and just attacking her for no reason. A white man came to her defense, and that guy stabbed him in the neck. He also stabbed him in the hand. They said he will likely not have the use of a couple of his fingers. Oh, He's in critical condition, but he should be applauded for standing up. And, I, and unfortunately, I don't know his name to say it, but he should be applauded for coming to the defense of this defenseless black woman who was being attacked.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Oh, my god. There was no video of it. It was just a story that I read on CNN. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I tell you, the next one, it just sort of broke my heart when I saw the video and heard about it. Uh, Stacy Pierre Lewis was stunned when he watched home video, uh, home security video of his son. His nine-year-old son, Elijah, was dribbling a basketball in his driveway in Connecticut. And not the nine-year-old boy saw a police car driving by. And he stopped playing basketball and hid behind the car. He he hid behind the car until the patrol, the police car was gone. His dad shared the video and said he asked him, you know, they've been careful in his household. They don't speak negative about the police. They haven't shared about the incidents, um, you know, too much about the um, George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery, but they asked Elijah, why did he do that? And he said, because he'd heard about the murders and he was trying to protect himself. This is what our children are dealing with. And so when they talk about the mental health and the emotional impact of all of this. We know what we're feeling. We started off saying about how how sad we are and how to even, Teresa, to protect ourselves emotionally when looking at this segment. We stopped looking at it. But here is this young boy who is hiding from the police. That's, That's very sad.
0: It is very sad. Yeah. Okay, so I have another story about um, a gentleman in, I think it was South Carolina, visiting um, a, what do you call that, flea market. Mm -hmm. And in the flea market, there were various people who had uh, masks on and some that did not. And this particular guy, black Eye, did not have on a mask because he forgot it in the car. He was trying to make a purchase. And leave the store and as he was making the purchase he was approached by two police officers they did not offer the vid there's a video of it they did not offer why they were attacking they were grabbed they grabbed his hand actually he was about to pay for he laid his phone down he was about to pay for his item and they grabbed his hand and put it behind his back he was like what is happening and they went to and he of course resisted and they, cause he didn't know what was happening to him. You can clearly see on the video and they arrested him because he had, he did not have on a mask when there were clearly, there were white people in the same facility without masks on.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That was his crime. He was in a facility making a purchase about to leave and they arrested him without a mask. because he had,
1: didn't have on a mask. And see, that, that's the thing, um, I hope people understand how that makes you feel, you know, less than. When you see you're being treated differently from other people for no reason other than someone just doesn't like you because of the color of your skin. That mm-hmm. is so, de- you know, that's just, it takes away something from you as a human being. So.
0: Absolutely, it actually takes something takes it away from me, and it didn't happen
1: to me. Right, right. You're exactly Exactly. right. So, you know, and um, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, Just yeah.
1: Um, Another one recently, Russellville Hospital in Russellville, Alabama. They went viral after an employee, Linda Hutchison, she made a racist racist Facebook comment says she was tired of the protesting for Black Lives Matter. She says she wanted the KKK back. Think about that. She says she was considering becoming a racist. I would offer if she wants the KKK back. She probably already is one, but I don't know, Linda. And so um, her demands for the KKK to come back, brought her life into question. And so on her profile, they, she listed her job. She was an RN in the ICU for the hospital. So anyway, to their credit, the Russellville Hospital, after being hit with several com- complaints about Linda Hutchison, they uh, made a statement, and they, um, she's no longer employed by them, and they said that they do not such intolerance is not acceptable to them, and they do not stand by her comments. And and what I'm seeing is that people who are doing um, these racist acts or making racist statements, they are being reprimanded. They're like that Amy Cooper in New York. They're losing their jobs. So looks like to me, even if you don't really care about you know, what you're doing, looks like you would think about the fact that you could potentially lose your job and impact your family that you love so much that uh, you would think about that because there are serious repercussions, but you are that angry that you don't even care about that, that you, that's just who you are. And that's, that level of hatred is something to think about.
0: Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. That, I mean, you just said a mouthful. I mean, I
1: mean, really put your
0: own, your own self at such a risk. I mean, but, but again, it goes to white privilege because, but do, that, because they
1: don't think, they don't think that that's going to happen.
0: Oh, uh, uh, what I'm saying is that hospital might've fired her, but guess what? Another will hire her because she's white. She's a white woman it goes back to white privilege. And I think that's why, that's why it doesn't impact them. But I, I feel like there's a shift. I feel like something- That's
1: what I was about to say, Teresa, it is impacting them.
0: Well, it is impacting them now. There's a shift because what I'm now seeing and reading is that these people who whose names have been posted out there, people are realizing and recognizing them in stores and restaurants and saying, No, you're not welcome here. I know. I'm now seeing that. And I think that shift might bring pause to some people before they act out of hatred, you know, because truly what has happened in the past is that, yeah, you might lose this job, but they'll they'll go get hired. Just like in the police department, those bad cops can go to another state and get hired by another
1: Yeah, but what's scary scary to me, though, is that this woman is an ICU nurse. Think about that. So surely there have been minority patients or people of color that have been cared for by this woman, and you wonder about that.
0: No, it is no wonder. She absolutely probably did not give them the care that they deserved. Oh, yeah, I know. It's it's heartbreaking to think about. But,
1: it really is.
0: It really is. It's but scary. That, scary. But that's systematic. Yeah. It is systematic, Lou, you know, because I, I heard about a story about a, a gentleman a couple of weeks ago before we even thought about this idea who was a judge. <laughs> and he He was full of hate for black people and he was a, he was a judge and just think about the cases that probably weren't, that probably need to be retried as a result of him having sat on a bench to listen to them. You know, uh, so that's that that's a prevailing uh, theme right now. All of this is coming to light and we're we're like you know, you know, we've always had the conversations about uh, people who are in jail who did not commit a crime just because of the color of their skin they were convicted. Think about it going beyond that, but think about it in terms of health care well not, you know, not
1: that, but just the disparity in the sentencing I mean you know that what yeah. that's what All I mean, that's what, what we 've known for years so okay yeah
0: so th- this this other story I mean they 're calling the young the lady permit Karen. there 's a black couple who put in a patio, and she called to question whether or not they had a permit to do so. But what came out as a result of this story is that this woman has been harassing this couple for years, looking for ways to...
1: This couple, both attorneys.
0: Both Black and both attorneys. Certainly, they would not do anything to put their jobs at risk, right? Like, something as simple as a patio, I'm sure they would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and as the story goes, it was, wasn't anything that they needed a permit to actually do in their backyard. But um, what was good about this story is that the community, the right. community rallied in support of, of this husband and wife. And I was really glad to see that. But this woman was adamant and even called the police on the video to say that she had been accosted by the, the husband. But, but Teresa, let,
1: let's unpack that a little bit because that one fascinated me. So this couple moved into this neighborhood And I don't know whether this lady, Karen, our caller, was there before or not, but, before them, but apparently she did not want them next to her. That's what this is about. So let's talk about this just a little bit. Let's unpack it a bit. So Mm -hmm. this, this is how I'm telling you, I'm so proud of our people. I really am. And I don't want people to think, well, that's racist. I am. Because the stuff that we endure. So first of all, we are more heavily scrutinized, our credit, our debt to income ratio, everything, before we can even qualify for a house, before we yeah. can get a mortgage. Right. Okay, we're scrutinized, you know, we've talked about, we know about Redline and how they try to keep us out. So you manage to navigate all of that. And, and yeah. the discrimination that we, we face in the mortgage ap- application process, the ho- all of that. So you're excited. You get your home. You cry. Right. You get the keys. Yet you end up beside this person that does not want you there. Yes. And-, and so because you managed to arrive there, your very presence is an affront to them because you've landed where they've landed. That's mm-hmm. what is about that's exactly what this is about about. and so your very superiority in quotes is in jeopardy so the only thing you have left is to harass them
0: it in your mind superiority i'm
1: putting it of course but my point is is that you're you're then your only recourse is to harass this couple repeatedly repeatedly they can't even live in peace i mean mean, really and i when i watched the video i heard the i presume the mother saying don't i don't want the kids to see this can we go and i don't want the kids to see this because not only are we having to deal with this we are very aware that our job as parents is to protect our children number one yes We don't want our children then getting the message that they are powerless and they can be treated. And this is certainly if you see your parents disregarded. If they're not then seen as capable and treated as adults, then you know there is no way you're going to get a break as a child. And how frightening must that be? So when I looked at that, that too just... Took something out of me. Had to take a minute to collect myself. Look out the window and just say, "Lord, please, just get us through it." So yeah, that that was a rough one. That was a rough one. But Teresa, like they say on the news here, closer to home, uh, in, <laughs> in in Virginia, in Virginia, no, yeah, yeah, in Virginia, I... in um in uh, Powhatan County, actually, there was a lady called the cops on, I think it was a black couple, and said that, um, you know, said she'd been attacked. And the Powhatan Sheriff's Office received the report, and the lady's name is Gladys Townsend. She said she'd been assaulted by a black male and a black female. And Powhatan County Sheriff's Office looked into it, investigated, and said that she fabricated the whole assault and she was charged with filing a false police report. Just made it up that it happened. There was no explanation? No.
0: Mm-mm. No. And she actually gave description of a description of a
1: yeah. woman. And so they're looking into it to see what, a, what could there possibly be in any type of connection with her, but she just made it up. And so when they say they're, you know, charging her with filing a false police report, there needs to be some level of severity or something with that, because when you're doing this against Black people, it's not just, oh, you know, slap on the hand, but you're placing us at risk of injury and death. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's, that's just every time, and every time it happens, that's exactly what happens. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I never saw a connection of why she made this up. Just that yeah. she made it up. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, it goes back to the Karen in the park. I mean, they don't have any regard for what could happen, and it's almost like they know what
1: might happen and don't even care about it. You know what I mean? Well, ch- but But let's unpack that a little bit. Tracy. What it is is you don't know your place. You mm. don't. It's just like on the plantation and going back to slavery. How dare you speak to to Masa like this? How dare you? You had better learn your place, and when you conduct yourself in a way that, that makes me believe you don't know your place, I'm going to have to deal with you. And that's, that's what it is. When, when, you buy, when you buy in my neighborhood, you don't know your place. When you, when you swim in my pool, even if it's a public pool, you don't know your place. So that's what it is. When you're in this restaurant, you don't know your place. Ooh, I mean, but where, how
0: does it end? I mean, that's rhetorical. I don't expect you to answer it, but this, I mean, mm, I'm sick on my stomach right now thinking about that.
1: This is just one week. That's why, you know, like we said, we can, we can digest all of them. I'm sorry. You can call us wimps, whatever you need to say. There's only so much you can take and for your own sanity. So, yeah. No,
0: I know. And um, you talked about, you just mentioned swimming, swimming in a pool. So there is this story about a mom who is on business staying at the Hampton Inn with her children. And while she's, conducting business and her kids swimming in the pool um one of the hotel workers called the cops on this on this mother and her kids and even with her showing them her key card that allows her in the business into the business um they arrested her Mm. right and it's like how do you get to that point i mean she has a key to the room She's registered in the hotel, but they take the word of this employee who definitely has a problem with black people. Because I think even the term you people.
1: Yeah.
0: is used you people. Uh, it's because of you people. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's- of course, they fired her, but you know, just imagine, I mean, in that case, what her kid, this was all done in front of her kids, actually, according to the video I saw.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. So, yeah, it's, um, it's um, yeah, very, very upsetting. And that, that's, a, that's our week. Yeah. So, you know, to, um, to we just wanted you to know what our week has been like
0: to get a better glimpse into what our lives are like after we wake up, brush our teeth, shower, dress, and go out into the world.
1: When we are just trying to manage ordinary activities of our lives.
0: These injustices pierce our soul to remind us that while this is a free nation, the level of freedom is largely determined by the color of our skin.
1: We are not free, and no holiday or observance will ever make us so. What
0: will do that is to realize that the life of others
1: matter. We can't breathe. Black lives matter. That's it for us today, because you know here at Earrings Off
0: Now that you know better, do better.
1: Take good care.